Mom's a sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Star Wars Wars is here. So get your confetti, because I'm going to win. Welcome, everybody. It is the Resistance <laughs> Broadcast. It's John. I'm here. How are you? Should you should be wearing your hood. You didn't I know, sell but it the, Yeah. The headphones, though. The headphones. You didn't sell it. Everything up. You wear the headphones over the hood. All right. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Now you just look like a serial killer. <laughs> All right, YouTubers. <laughs> then what serial are you two? Because I am going to annihilate both of you in that Star Wars war. Um, right, Let's let me not this. joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This is our Thursday show. Um, I am John. Thank you for joining us. James and Lacey with me as always. Um, yeah, it's our discussion show. We're bringing something back that we haven't done in a very long time. I want to say maybe even two years. So a lot of you who are listening... I've only may, done one, yeah. Yeah, a lot of you listening may not even know what this is, but it's called Star Wars Wars, and it's exactly what it sounds like. We are going to debate and have a little battle about... A specific topic in Star Wars, and this time we're doing uh, the best lightsaber duel in the franchise. We're each bringing one to the table. We're going to fight for why we think that one is the best and kind of smack down our opponent's uh, choices and have some fun with it. It's a spirited little debate, as we always do, um, because previously we've done the worst Star Wars duel in a Star Wars war on the show a uh, very long time ago, so now we figure we'll do the best, um, but James Lacey, how are you guys doing? And... Uh, are you ready to fight? Yeah, I think I think it's interesting too because I mean I don't know about you guys, but when we go into Star Wars War time, I think things get exaggerated to another level, and some fans are like, "James, I don't, I don't, I think you know it's not that bad." I'm like, "Well, the, I'm, I love all the fights, right?" Yeah, but you gotta win your war, man. It's, you gotta, it's like you gotta team. show people. Yeah, you got to show people why the other ones are bad, you know, or whatever. The other side's not good. So it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. I'm a little Lacey, nervous. Are you worried? I'm a little nervous. <laughs> As usual, everyone's listening is like, of course, you're always nervous all the time. I know. I got it. I'm trying to get better at it. You're very good at fighting, though. Am I? Well, this is, this is why Lacey... <laughs> This is why Lacey used to work in wrestling is she doesn't like the ambiguity of it. She wants to know who's going to win this before we even go in. So a little behind the scenes moment before we started recording, I was like, guys, just remember, don't take it too seriously. It's all for fun. And James and John were like, you should just be saying that to yourself because you're the problem. So that's where we're at. (laughs) Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I mean, Star Wars Wars is fun. I wonder if we should change the intro to the segment of Star Wars War from Stephen Stanton, who is legend, so I don't want to change him, but he says, I say we fight. Do we change it to Mark Hamill as Bullio saying, win the war? (laughs) 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 I don't know, but... Win um, the war. We'll, We'll do it. We'll do it the classic way now. But in the we'll future. put that up for a poll yeah. or something. Or at yeah. the end, we'll just rehash yeah. that that's what the segment is. Yeah. With a and then I don't know if we should do this because this may cause problems between us. But if we put up a poll, maybe to just our resistance officers on Patreon, our Patreon or maybe public seeing who won the. Just write in the comments. Who do you who think won? won? The war. Yeah. yeah we'll see. And that's a good one. Okay. There has to be a preface, though. 
that it can't just be what your favorite scene is. It's who made the oh, best yes, case. Oh, yes, 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 Yeah. Exactly. Who did it? Who won the war? Not what's the best scene. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We found that we ran that into, like, we did our March Madness thing, and it was like, who is the coolest character? Or, like, you know, what? It just, it, it became, like, what people's opinions or, or whatever, you know. It was mm-hmm. more of a popularity than who's the coolest character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So... We have, uh, James, what's going on? We have uh, the new Gary the Porg, a revised version of Gary the Porg on our Teespring store, teespring.com slash stores slash resistance broadcast. Why don't you tell Correct. tell the folks out there what the deal is and how they can get one uh, for a little uh, cheaper than normal. Um, yeah, we decided uh, for the week, we um, we mentioned him at the end of uh, Monday's episode, but you know, since Monday, we've been running a promotion on Gary where he's 10% off. Um, so if you are an old school fan, you remember the old Gary, the Porg, uh, this is, this is Gary 2.0. Uh, we have, uh, brought him back in a much, um, I don't know, I don't, uh, poppier, I guess like before he was kind of, he's fit. That's what it is. He's, and he's more, before he was like animated. sitting down before he was like sitting down and he's like i just want to eat food and be out of this porg costume (laughs) now he's like happy to be the porg right he's like check me out right yeah yeah um but it's it's a it's a great design and you know i do most of the designs um but this particular one we we outsourced because we just didn't want to do gary wrong and uh yeah and i think it's a it's one of our best designs so yeah, um, if cool you thing. are interested, yeah, check out uh, teespring.com slash stores, right? Stores. Or you can just go to teespring.com slash Gary the Porg. That works too. That does work. Um, yeah. And get him for 10% off by uh, by just buying him because he's 10% off. No <laughs> promo code. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, before we hop into uh, One with the Force, um, I want to uh, give a shout out to all of our resistance officers who support us on patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Um, if you have been noticing, we've been, um, promoting teasers on social media to our mini episodes. We do about nine mini episodes a month. In addition to our podcast, those are just exclusive on Patreon. So the only way you can get those is being a resistance officer. So if you want to check it out and get that and more, uh, and also just to support us, um, patreon.com slash resistance broadcast here, sort of $2 a month. Uh, we really appreciate all of your support, but I got to give a special shout out to our top tier, our generals. Um, they are, uh, the elite of the elites. And, uh, I want to say thank you to Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Michael Gaines, Jenna Rosewater, Bethany, Russ Harbison, and Kendall Gellner. And Kendall just did his first pod race on Monday. Absolutely yes. crushed it. Did a great job. Thank you for that, uh, Kendall. And we look forward to, uh, our next general up on uh, Monday. Stay on target. But now, uh, we're going to send it to James to get us a little warmed up with our fun segment, One with the Force, before we take the gloves off and start beating the hell out of each other proverbially. James, what is going on with. I don't know what, what you think is going to happen in this our segment. <laughs> it's going to be, as they said in, uh, the movie Road Trip, Tom Green said, Are you here for the feeding? It's going to be a bloodbath. You've said that a couple... Like, I'm worried that there's something I don't know about this segment. I... Well, you, like you've said before... There's a reason I'm wearing red today. <laughs> that's the red... <laughs> meat. I got red underneath, too. Um, I'm very competitive, Lacey. And I, I play to win, but you also have to win to play. That means even when he's losing, he thinks he's going to be winning. <laughs> Michael Gary Scott. James, what's going on? 
Alright, so we were talking about red, right? But maybe blue, maybe yellow, maybe brownish taupe. I don't know, whatever. Uh, the first question this week is, if Yoda and his species, of course, Yaddle and Tiny, Baby Yoda, all them, um, if they were changed to another color besides green, what color would you make them? Lacey, you're going first. Blue. I like blue. blue. It's my favorite color. I don't have much of an explanation for it besides that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually with you on that. But John, what do you think? Orange. Interesting. Yeah. Why orange? You're on an orange feel, kick lately. I feel like there's a lot of blue in other stuff. Like this Smurfs. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And stuff. I feel like I feel like orange is something you don't see a lot in that realm. In the creature realm of popular creatures, so I think orange would be good. Then, I mean, then he would look tan, <laughs> like fake tan, fake tan, or almost kind of human tan. Yeah, um, but also, you know, if he's orange and he has his black eyes, it's very TRB ish to me. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're thinking Baby Yoda. Are you thinking regular Yoda? Well, I'm just looking at Baby Yoda right now, but all the oh, okay, Yodas, yeah. all orange, uh, would be fine, I think. Yeah, I mean, you say that right off the bat for me. I, I also probably go blue, um, but I, I think you're right. It, it's hard because he's like this green, so I'm like, well, maybe blue, and I'm like, well, that's kind of a weird shade of green, and then I'm like, teal, well, that's kind of a <laughs> weird shade of green too, and almost any color I came up with felt like it was just the same character with bad saturation. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> then, tint, like, you're just the moving film. the tint over. Yeah, you're moving the tint, yeah. So uh, it, it felt a little weird, but I but I think that probably if you just had me, I'd go with like a, a royal, like a blue blue, kind of like John's hat blue or something, that'd be kind of neat. brand different version yeah um what if we find out that like there's like two colors like twi'leks can be different colors so it's like that would actually be there are interesting green ones but there's also like um oh i was gonna say yaddle's female so i was gonna say maybe the feel female ones are like blue or maybe they're no no it doesn't make sense okay maybe they <laughs> ripen like a pepper yeah. I feel like a lot of the species in Star Wars have different colors. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like even Wookiees and stuff, yeah. Um, all right. Uh the next one is who is your favorite Star Wars composer besides John Williams? Uh this of course includes animation. So there's a couple other people on the table. Um John, which one is your favorite? Um I think people already know what I'm going to say. I'm going to have to say Giacchino. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was very close to saying John Powell. And a lot of people, I know um, Mark Newbold, and a lot of people have said that they think if they didn't screw up the timing submissions, he could have been definitely nominated for an Oscar for Solo. The, the score. I thought he did an amazing job with Solo. Um, but I think because John Williams did the Han Solo theme, that hurts him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Giacchino, yeah. on the other hand, had the time crunch, two months to knock it out. A lot of those themes resonate more and more with me now from Rogue One than they did when I first watched it. I still don't like the title uh, credit 
um, when the title Rogue One comes up very much. Dun, 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 That's kind of cheesy, but most of the themes, he really knocks it out of the park. And I just started watching Lost for the first time, and he does the score for that, for J.J. Abrams, and that's amazing. So I think that's helping boost it up. So Giacchino, Michael Giacchino, come join us on TRB. Talk to you soon. I don't know. Let's see what you think. So my, I'm actually in a different boat. I actually thought Michael first and was like, oh, I love Michael. Coco is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, hands down, like, top five movies is Coco. And he did the music for that. He's even in it at the end. He's a skeleton. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with John Powell. I think his score for Solo, whether it had John Williams' song or not, is just awesome. And I love it. And I love listening to it. Um, it's another one of those soundtracks in like my top 10 list that if I need to get work done or like focus or I don't know, just like zone in on stuff, I I put it on. It's And it kind of has a cool sound to it that you feel like you're in Disney World. Like it has that like Disney World vibe to it. And I love it. So that's why I like it. Yeah. The Chewy theme that plays when him and Han, he, they share, like he learns Chewie's name. Is With the drums. So stuff. good. I love that. I love the card game uh, yeah. track. Oh, I yeah. love that one. And Chicken in the Pot. And uh, uh, Emphis Nest. Yes. Ah. <laughs> the Marauders. Yeah. Ah. Um, I got to go with uh, Chino Makino. Wait, what? He's my, he's my guy. You yeah. don't say. <laughs> Definitely. Because even... So this question, I think, is... is oh, is directed at who what is your favorite star wars soundtrack you know that isn't john williams and who composed it kind of thing but it also could be who is your favorite star wars composer just who is your favorite composer who also did star wars kind of a thing and that that even even like what you're saying Lacey, with coco and stuff that's this guy's awesome i'm obsessed you know like such a good soundtrack coco um super yeah but but yeah and um I mean Incredibles. You know what I mean? Like that that dun 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 like it's so punchy mm-hmm. and, and good. Yeah. I like Michael Giacchino or Giacchino, I don't know how you say his name. I know it's weird. I looked it up one time, right? Oh, we did that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like Giacchino, honestly. Um, but uh but yeah, I think he's the best. And that's he said who, he loved working on Star Wars, right? Like he said he would do it again. Sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Bring him back. Bring him back. <laughs> um, all right. The next one is what job would you want to have at Jabba's palace? If you went there for work to hide out from the empire. So John, this one's going to you first. What do you think? Um, I did not prepare for this question. Even though I wrote it. <laughs> I forgot. Um, I think that I would want to be a bartender. That's a great answer. Okay. Because I feel Why? like people don't... In Star Wars, bartenders usually do okay. <laughs> you know? You don't... You know? They, they seem to make it. And if I'm a bartender, I probably don't ever at any point... Jabba wants his guests entertained, right? So he's not mm-hmm. going to pull me in to give him a sponge bath. So that's where I'm going with that. I won't have to do any of the gross Jabba stuff. If I'm a bartender, because he always needs me out there 
entertain the troops, getting everybody boozed up so that the comedians and dancers are more entertaining and, and that whole thing. So I'm going to go bartender. Lacey, what do you think? What would you pick? So this question is tricky because I wouldn't want any job at job. Sure. sure. I think, you know, we made a joke a couple weeks ago where I was like, I'd clearly be a slave for him because that's what he does with women characters. Um, uh, Rancor keeper? No, no. (laughs) I feel like bartender is like the safe bet. Like that's what I was thinking is someone that like serves stuff that kind of just blends in that doesn't cause any problems. You don't get called out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to blend in though, because there's not many ladies there. <laughs> I think I'd be kind of screwed. Uh, I'll go with bartender too. I think that that would be a fun job. Hmm. Um, my pick. What initially I was thinking, you know, uh, like Max Rebo style, like keyboard player, <laughs> like in the background, just just that's that's what I do. Headbanging. I could see, yeah, I could see somebody uh, killing like one of the singers or something, you know, like even what's her name, like Otula or something like that. No, that she's a singer, but the one dancer that like gets pulled into the rancor, like Uh, Ula, yeah, Ula something. Yeah, can't think of it off. But actually, actually, if there was any low key job, it's being part of the band and having like Max Rebo to back you up. But you're actually just the gong guy or like triangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's a gong. Guy. Oh, there is. There's legit a gong guy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's funny, too, because they have a scene where they cut to him and the music worked in one version so when they changed the music they had to like make sure there was like something that represented that sound at that time it was Ula. So it's pretty Ula. funny Ula, yeah, yeah. um no gong, gong banger <laughs> <laughs> did you know f- fun little trivia the the actress who plays Ula, they like added more scenes with her for the special edition because she was still like a professional dancer and still in really good shape so like yeah, I knew that. 16 yeah. or 13 years later they brought her back to film more scenes it's pretty cool good for her weird i i have a faint faint memory of hearing that once before but i didn't really know that yeah that's cool um last one we got here for one with the force is if you were a star wars character and too lazy to make your own lightsaber whose lightsaber would you want to steal and own or use as your own weapon Lacey, i'm going back to you which one uh ray's yellow one Ooh, it has yeah, the cool it one. has the coolest turn on you're all like, in i love that lightsaber so much and like as the months have gone by i'm like i never got to see it in action it's like my biggest pet peeve of the you see Skywalker. it yeah but you don't get to see her fight anyone you don't like you get yeah. to see turn on and that's it i really wanted it to be double-sided but i like to think that in my head canon it is double-sided and after like years of being like that staff, it's a double bladed lightsaber, oh and then God, they finally make it a lightsaber fighting. in the last like <laughs> two minutes of the movie. Yeah, right. The uh, first time you meet her, you're like, oh, she's fighting John, the staff. That must mean if she gets a lightsaber, she gets a double sided one. Mm-hmm. JJ, yeah. I think I would want um, Obi Wan's from A New Hope. Um, it's a very underrated lightsaber to me. It's the same exact hilt as Luke's from Return of the Jedi, but it has like um, more black on it. 
mm-hmm. it's black and silver. It's more sleek looking to me. I almost want to say it's the exact same prop, but uh, I might be corrected on that. But I believe it's the same exact hilt. Um, but I, I always feel like Obi-Wan's episode four lightsaber gets overlooked because he, you know, it's a little bit hokey how he fights with it and stuff. But um, look, up, look up his lightsaber from episode four. It's pretty cool looking. And uh, it's one of the best Jedi. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the character's name, but there is a <laughs> the child Wookie uh, in the Clone Wars. Isn't Grungy Gungy? Is something it's like Gungi. that? Yeah, I'm. I'm really bad with names. Uh, like if you put me on the spot, but uh, but yeah, his lightsaber is like all wood. Mm-hmm. And it just like is very unique. And I remember wh- even when I when I saw it, I, you know, I think about I think about wood grain stuff very often. And I actually don't even really own a lot of it. Um, like sometimes people will have like skins and stuff for the back of your phone. And I'm always like, oh, I'll go to the wood ones. Those will be cool. And then I never buy it. <laughs> I think it just looks really neat. But, you know, but if I had to go with all the other ones, I've I always feel like lightsabers look like they're uncomfortable in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, his at least looked like the whole thing would like be able to be gripped pretty well if I remember. It is Gungi. So. I was right. Yeah. So point Gillerin. You know why? Because um, yeah. it's a funny name. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Yeah. I... Gungi. <laughs> um, it's made out of Brylark wood. Like if I was mm-hmm. a Jedi, I'd be Gungi Gillerin. Thanks to w- Wikipedia. What a, what a godsend Wikipedia is. Whoever runs that, good for them. Yeah. Mm. That sounds like you run that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you no. were low key. <laughs> no. Being like, man, Resistance Broadcast, what a podcast. Who's ever oh, whoever man, the host that of that guy. show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's it for one with the force. Uh John, take us into our Star Wars war. It's time. It is time. It's time. Star Wars Wars, baby. I say we fight. Okay, the gloves are coming off, and it's time to fight. All right? So if you guys don't want to see three of us fighting, (laughs) get out. Please stick around. We need the views. Appreciate that. Um, so Star Wars Wars is back and we're uh, each coming into the ring with our picks for the best lightsaber duel in Star Wars history. Now we're going to fight it out and make it a little spicy, but uh, make it a little ugly, but it's all in good fun being a passionate geek and we're always debating and nerding out about who would fight this and win that and who would beat this person who's more powerful than this. That's what being a geek and loving this stuff is all about. So in that spirit... We have brought back our segment, Star Wars Wars. If you're an old school TRB listener, you know what this is all about. If you're new, you're about to find out. But basically what's going to happen is we're each going to explain what our pick is. And then we're going to tear each other apart and, <laughs> and try to find out who is uh, makes the better argument. Uh, there's been Star Wars Wars on this show back in the day where mid Star Wars War, someone has said, you know what? You're right. Yours is the better pick. <laughs> so shout out to Pat for doing that back in the day. But um, he's always like, that's a good point. He's like, you know what? You're right. We're like, no, no, no. You're supposed to fight. He was too nice. But uh, out of the three of us, I think we're going to bring it here. And um, yeah, we're doing best lightsaber duel in all of Star Wars. And obviously, we want to know in the comments uh, after 
this is all done who you think won the star wars war and it's not which scene you like better or which fight you like better who fought better here on the star wars war who won the star wars war and then of course uh what your pick would have been um for best scene so uh guys we'll get into it right now i'll just i'll start with my 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 pick I'm bringing uh, the classic uh, from the best Star Wars film. It's Vader versus Luke on Cloud City on Bespin in uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Um, not only is the scene itself to kick off the fight the best setting uh, and, and uh, set in Star Wars, in my opinion, with the orange steps and the blue backdrop lighting and, and Vader's lines to Luke, uh, the force is with you, young Skywalker, but you're not a Jedi yet. Um, probably my favorite line in Star Wars, but... That whole battle uh, from the perspective of Luke wants to kill this guy and and defeat this dark side. And then his whole world gets flipped upside down at the end when he finds out that he's his father. Um, but showing um, Vader just tooling with Luke that whole time, trying to play head games with him uh, is, is very important to me. Because I think um, from my perspective, lightsaber fights are more than just blade on blade and acrobatics and that sort of thing. It's also the drama and the theater and the interaction between the characters. And I feel like the the original trilogy uh, really brought that. And Vader versus Luke always had those interactions. And I felt like that brought a different layer to uh, the lightsaber duels. So um, my pick is Luke versus Vader in The Empire Strikes Back. Um, Lacey, why don't you go now with your pick? And then James, and then we'll uh, start sparring it out. Yeah, so my pick is Kylo Ren versus Rey on Starkiller Base. So you all know I was going to pick this, let's be honest. But um, this fight is the best lightsaber fight in Star Wars because, one, it's probably one of the most feisty, realistic fights in all of Star Wars. I think... um, We'll get into the other fights in a little bit, but I think it's action-packed. I think it's one of the most beautiful fights in the saga, but my personal feel is the most beautiful because it's in the dark, snowy, covered woods that J.J. Abrams thought would be the coolest fight. So I have J.J. Abrams on my side. Um, and then also, I loved how they played with like the lighting and the, the use of cold breath. I think it teases what's to come with Rey and Kylo. I think that from the beginning, you have this feeling of Rey's in over her head because she grabs the lightsaber, which is hands down one of the best moments in Star Wars. And then she goes into this fight um, unknowing what's going to happen, but because it's the right thing to do and she's defending Finn and she wants to fight, stand up on her own two feet and fight the bad guy, which I love. Um, and surprisingly in the fight, they're evenly matched. Like someone isn't toying with someone else. It's just this like really tough two people kind of going at it. Um, I think the whole fight you're rooting for the underdog, which I love fight- rooting for the underdog against the bad guy. And then ultimately Ray owns the bad guy, which it has somewhat of a happy ending. Um, nobody loses any limbs and Kylo gets a sick scar from this fight but they don't lose anything. Um, and on top of that, of the athletic ability of both Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver, Adam Driver's a beast. 
Um, it's athletic and cool and action packed in a way that, like I said earlier, is realistic. They're not like jumping over and flipping like crazy and doing all these like random moves that you'd be like, no one would ever do this. Like it just seems so real. And I love that. And then to top all of that off, the music throughout this whole scene by John Williams is just the best. And it pulls the fight from beginning to end. And it has every little nuance that you want between Kylo and Rey, even the part that they're kind of talking to each other in the middle of the fight before it switches to her winning. Um, the music is just perfect. And that's why I chose Rey and Kylo. All right, James, what's your pick? Hmm. Um, well, I went a little bit out of the box, I think, um, because I went the animation route. And the reason is, is because we've talked about this on the podcast before is that it's it feels to me like an unfair advantage like i feel like almost every fight in animation is better than the stuff that happens in the movies because they just can't do the same thing so um the the fight that i uh picked was actually previsla versus darth maul and that's for the glory of mandalore and the rightful throne so um yeah, I mean, my my biggest thing for this fight is that, uh, you know, I feel like it's apples and oranges a little bit. But the question is, which which is <laughs> the apple with the that is most orange? <laughs> you know, it's like oranges defeats so drastically, you know, that I, I, I feel it's weird to even because we went into this thinking that I should even be picking from live action. And John wanted to do all of them. And I'm like, if you include animation, I don't even think it's a competition anymore, but okay. we'll get into that. All right. Um, I mean, James off the bat, you're, um, you'll probably need to link out to show people what most people, what this fight is. Cause a lot of people don't even know what it is. So, um, that alone probably disqualifies it. As the best lightsaber duel ever, in my opinion. That's pretty small-minded. Um, and then Lacey, <laughs> like the Star Killer fight between Ray and Kylo Ren's not even their best fight between the two of them. Their fight on the Death Star wreckage is way better. So I'm surprised you even picked. You didn't even not not only did you pick not the best lightsaber duel in Star Wars, you didn't even pick the best Ray versus Kylo Ren fight. I disagree. I think that that one is the best because she's coming from a place of not being anyone. So it's someone that's no one doing the right thing, fighting against someone that has this crazy legacy that they're trying to avoid. And she ends so, up winning the whole time. Whereas yours is a father and son fighting, which I don't even call it fighting because it's talking the majority of it. It's like step, step, it? swipe, talk. Vader's knocking over pipes he can't even he gets kicked and he's like oh and he like falls over it's probably the most boring lightsaber fight i've ever seen i've never seen someone talk so much in a fight before it's completely unrealistic there is no way you're in a fight with someone to the death that you're gonna tell them your whole plan and talk them through it i mean he goes oh obi-wan's taught you well yeah he taught you well to just stand there and swing something at someone What's the most sometimes not even swinging? I, I, there's <laughs> He's just this standing there where like Luke goes like the the fisherman from the Geico commercials. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get you, oh, oh, and like oh. Vader's like backing up, afraid Re of it. Ready? I wrote down what it is: step, step, so, swing, 
fall down, stairs, step, step, talk, step, talk, more talking, more hiding than fighting, step, step, swing. That's Is that what you call you a fight? That. So you characterized your fight and, and, and why it's so good as a nobody who's trying to find their purpose fighting against this big looming person who has this dark legacy. That's hmm. an actual fight. I wonder what that's inspired by. You know, it's funny. A it's actually way more no action-packed than Luke yours, Skywalker, though. Skywalker facing off against someone with this big looming dark legacy. If anything, the Ray vs. Kylo Ren fight is a moot cover band of Vader vs. Luke. It is like a tribute band that you see on Tuesday at 7 o'clock at a club and you pay $5 for a cover at best and maybe get a free drink chip. That's what that fight is compared to Luke vs. Vader on in The Empire Strikes Back. So There's what band would why- that be? Some old guy trying to play his greatest hits because Vader can't even swing anything. He's got the worst athletic ability in all of those movies. How come the Vader only does, thing that made Vader, Vader cool was the lightsaber fight in Rogue to, One because it has nothing to, to do. Use. He doesn't even need to use his lightsaber because he has the force and he could use the force to manipulate objects around him. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to talk, use his lightsaber because he's a, talking so much. He just bores Luke to death. Yeah. Talk about a boring scene is when oh Darth Vader God. just puts his lightsaber down and, and Luke's like, ow, ow. James, ow! Yeah, let me so, let me throw some trash at ow. you and see how well, this goes. He looks goes. like the kid from Happy Gilmore that goes into the baseball cages after him and just keeps like. So you know, in like, in, like in the animal kingdom, all the weaker animals usually try to gang up on the top dog. So that's what the audience is experiencing here. They're seeing you two. They're so afraid of my pick that you're both trying to gang up on me. We haven't even started on you, James. And the fact that you picked a fight that maybe six percent of the Star Wars audience has even. seen seen let alone would even consider the best lightsaber duel in the history of the franchise some fat dude behind a computer animated that thing and was able to do whatever he wanted there was no physicality no real life physicality whatsoever john favreau just stood (laughs) behind a mic and grunted six or seven times the only drama in that scene is at the beginning and the end aka not in the fight itself the beginning of that scene's cool and the end, the rest is this animated mishmash of utter nonsense that happens and could have ended, it could have been 20 seconds, it could have been two minutes, I don't even remember how long it was. It's the most unmemorable fight I, I have seen for something that's supposed to be such a big deal. That fight I reminded like that me you of- base its success on how, uh, how many people have seen it. Like the best books in the world, they're the most popular top selling books, which obviously is so small minded, it's obviously not true. It's the it's the movies that are they're taking over your mind and you're not even realizing that there's so many other great stories out there that you're yeah, you're stuck. You're like in the box of the movies and going like even even when a fight is boring, mm-hmm. you're still like it's the best one we have. Why is this- it why is it the best lightsaber duel? Why is it the best lightsaber duel? That's what I asked. Cuz it has, Did I stutter? Mine? Yeah. Did I stutter? Mine has everything, man. Mine has blasters, jetpacks, grenades, projectile blades, freaking flamethrowers are in this battle. So is they Wiley Coyote vs. the Roadrunner the best uh, lightsaber duel? Yeah, legs? your lightsaber sounds duel like. sounds like a seven-year-old explaining to me what a lightsaber duel is. And the guy uses the jetpack for probably 80% of it. It's like when you're playing Super Smash Brothers and someone's Kirby and they're just avoiding all the action because they don't want to get hit. That's that guy. This is Django Fett yep. versus Obi Wan Kenobi and Kamino, pretty much just animated. Except super sped up, so you can't enjoy any of it. And then the growls coming from Maul are so ridiculous. the The fact that you're talking about a character who doesn't even have the Force 
going up against one of the most powerful force users is a testament to how good this fight is. Is it though? <laughs> is it even yeah, is it even you, is it even Darth Maul's best fight? Cuz I I mean to to be fair, Finn and Rey versus a Sith Lord who's really just toying with them and then also Luke going up against Vader who's obviously this isn't even a, that's not even a fight. Both of those examples are not fights. They're examples of somebody coming along and trying to say, "I don't really want to hurt this person." This fight, my fight is to the death. And they knew it from the beginning. They said, we're going to do this. We're going to do this alone, one-on-one, to the death, and somebody dies. How could Your you guys say, are like stitches. She's like, say, you got a pretty bad scar from this. I'm like... How can you what are you possibly, talking about a in scar? Neither one, uh, in neither one of your stupid fights that are at best wishing they were the main event that is Luke versus Vader and the Empire Strikes Back. The pinnacle of Star Wars. Star Wars has never been as great as that moment. Uh, the fact that my fight, both combatants actually get physically hurt. Vader gets his shoulder struck and scarred and Luke gets his hand cut off. Rey, completely unscathed, completely fine. Kylo Ren was already bleeding out from his previous encounter with uh, Chewie. Then your fight, Darth Maul is completely fine. Like it's, it's like your fight, James, is like when you pay to see a boxing match or a UFC fight and the fight ends in six seconds and the guy is so unscathed, he goes to the club after. He, You're telling is, me the best Sith in, in all of Star Wars has to use trash to hurt someone? See, again, you're, you using that is a trash argument because you've used it? it six times, it hasn't stuck once, and you're, you're losing what that actually meant. You're, you're, you're looking at that, and I'm not done with you, James. Uh, you're looking at that as... Uh, you should be. You're looking at that as a very linear face value thing, which I understand, but you're not understanding the deep-rooted purpose of what Vader was doing. He was showing utter dominance over Luke. He was saying, look what I am about to do to you as you're swinging and flailing. The harder you swing, the harder you flail. It's like when you're captured by an animal. The more you swing and the more you flail, the more you're in my grasp. And that's what Vader I, was doing. It's utter, total psychology. I love how you're exaggerating how boring your fight was. You're like, this I fight just, was so deep down, the best thing ever, and Vader's totally toying with him and all this. He got kicked in the just, chest by Luke. impressions of me now, really? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's like literally such a boring scene. I watched it today. I was like, this whole scene it's is just... It's a boring scene? Yeah. It's just him walking and talking and telling Luke him what Skywalker he's going to do. Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader in The Empire Strikes Back is a boring scene. Yep. Because they only hit lightsabers yeah. like what four times? And Ray how is that Kylo a fight? Ren? I would say half Ray half of that Kylo fight, Ren? John, is Luke walking around going, "Maybe he's in here." <laughs> yeah, it's like a yeah. really crazy maybe, game of hide and seek. It's not a over fight. Here. Uh, imagine, imagine a movie actually had some artistic integrity, and it wasn't like you need action, 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 like a Michael Bay scene. This needs to be action. This needs to be action, 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 action. No, there's beats, there's ups and downs to to lift the intensity and bring it down. It the Ray Kylo fight has exactly what you just described. No, the whole beginning a, of that fight has a beat. Then there's the fight beat. Then there's the meditation part, and then it changes. The meditation exact... part is so stupid. Oh, really? Wait. More stupid than why is he Obi Wan taught he you has well? Up against ah. the cliff, and she's going the force, the force. Just push her. It's over. Yeah. The whole thing's over. I, Just push her. I was says I the guy that got blown well, out of a window. 
that, that was that was my point is that like he's not he doesn't want to kill her that's not the issue everything's on the line for for my fight that's i think it's so funny john that you're sitting there and you're saying like oh they they both got hurt like first of all <laughs> vader got like tapped on the hand literally does no, nothing got hit in the it shoulder. was for sparks did you have you seen oh, the fight hey, <laughs> the sh- he got hit in the shoulder too and Luke went Ugh, and Vader went off the side <laughs> of a cliff and look like the fact that you're even trying to compare the fact that the he was toying with him by cutting off his hand and showing dominance did you not see my fight the literally it ends with the person saying bow and chops yeah, his he head off up. It wasn't even part I'm of the fight. sorry I'm sorry. That is worse. That is showing dominance well over cutting off somebody's hand, which Vader, by the way, knows that you can just get limb replacements. He's pretty good at it. Yeah, but you, you see... Ten minutes after that I, fight, Luke's I got his say, hand I'm back. A little, I'm a little disappointed because you know when Vader gets hit in the shoulder, he's no longer trying to lure Luke. He's beyond that point. He gets so incensed with anger that he cuts his hand off. He loses what his purpose was there, which is to try to Luke, uh, lure Luke to the dark side. Then he, you see that complete anger. You see him screaming, and he turns into angry Vader, like the Rogue One Vader. He starts chopping at everything and then cuts his hand off. Then he's like, oh, no, and he has to go back into his uh, mental technique. There's so many layers to that fight. It's more than just lightsabers hacking at lightsabers. You guys seem to be lost on that fact. You're, you think it's just no, some No, 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 it's not surface? that because they don't do that. You're right because they don't do anything. They just talk. What are you talking about? That is so untrue. First of all, I think it's the lo- the longest fight out of... Your two fights combined probably aren't even as because long as Because they don't the spend the between. majority of the fight walking around and looking for each other. It's a duel. Have you ever seen old school movies? I don't understand. You guys like... It's oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were arguing before. old school movies. It's called Influence, okay? It's called Historic <laughs> we are, Cinematic apparently, Influence. Because he's talking about a fight from 1980. <laughs> I mean, just look at... Even just the, the carbon chamber scene alone is more intense and more dramatic intense. and more edge of your seat than two kids running through the snow... Uh, doing pretty much virtually nothing. Ray is a complete waste of time for 90% of that fight until she whispers to Force, and then she starts beating his ass for a little while. At least, I will say uh, the most exciting thing about Starkiller is the ground shaking. Probably. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. How about her beating him Absolutely. down, cutting up his side, cutting up his face, kicking him in the chest, and then like totally going dark for a little bit? Wasn't the best part of that fight when their lightsabers were like in the snow and they're like, you hold mine, I hold yours. Like there really wasn't a best part of that fight. They even brought in Ava DuVernay to try to that's true. pump it up. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know, just have them swing their lightsabers. More. Okay, that is not what happened. She was she was the fight was getting shown to her by JJ and she said, add this kick. She wasn't making it yeah. better. She was just giving she's her like, opinion. That whole scene best- happened because everyone at Lucasfilm was like, you know, it'd be so cool a lightsaber fight in the snow because it's not only beautiful, it's awesome. What's an iconic part from that duel or a line or something? Apparently there doesn't the need snow. to be. It's a fight. <laughs> there doesn't need to be any lines. So you don't believe in like the whole scene itself. You just believe in the fighting. We're arguing the fighting. We're not arguing the lines. The duel, the whole duel, the whole package. That's not what involved. this is. The then why'd best... you bring up music? Why'd you bring up music then? Because it's part of the scene. Oh, okay. So dialogue's not, but music is? I'm not arguing the music. 
How about I claim this sword and my rightful place as the leader of Death Watch? Yeah, so much so that you had to read that. You love that, <laughs> you love that scene so much that you just read that off your computer. But it's good dialogue. <laughs> my favorite line from my scene is, uh, no, I am your father. I mean, come on, get out of here. You're, you're talking about dialogue and you're trying to take uh, any, any dialogue that is on a throne right now is the scene between Luke and Vader. That's the pinnacle of Star Wars. Him explaining. Only because the movies have made it that doesn't make it the best duel. Yeah, sure it is. Of course, that's the, that is the, the most built up scene in the history of the saga, dude. It's all dude. part of it. <laughs> that means he's serious <laughs> when he uses dude. <laughs> yeah. The movies. Like when you say movies, literally. <laughs> sure. The movies have this weird thing about them. That's why I'm like, you're you're stuck on that. You started off by saying like only six percent of people have even seen it, but it's like maybe five. Just because right. the movies they are, you you immediately go into this assumption that because more people have seen it, it's no. better, no, and no, that no, no, comes no. into it's voting just no, too. Because people no, are like, oh, I haven't seen that, so I'm going to vote for one that I haven't. Sorry, you froze. That's like the, the that's like the Academy Awards or something. It's like. People are like, oh, they're not going to give it to these all these popular movies that everybody loves left and right. It's because the the Academy is like, because they're not the best. Being able to being able to have more people have eyes on your thing doesn't make it the best. I'm actually not sleeping on the rest of Star Wars, and I'm paying attention to all the lightsaber battles. You could take just the carbon chamber scene alone in a bubble, and it's better than both those duels. That's not the a one duel. where Darth Vader thinks Him he's falling Batman. into a hole is a duel. Why do you keep skipping over? Did, did your DVD get fried or you, like you haven't watched this movie in a while? Are you skipping over the part, probably the most iconic shot in the whole franchise when both their silhouettes are clashing their lightsabers against each other? Did you skip that part in your brain? No, I didn't skip yes. anything. It's just okay. that boring that I t- probably tuned out. For some reason, and I'm not sure Lazy. why. Maybe. It's because that spot that he's talking about is right before the scene where Luke uses smoke to make Darth Vader go. <laughs> ah! Yeah, what's wrong with that? Jetpack Joe. He isn't like smoke and fog and Darth Vader's like, ah, I can't fight this power. His fight is so lame that Luke turns his lightsaber off and then clips it to his belt. I just like that we we just have come to the conclusion that the Starkiller base isn't even worth talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually not true. It is the best lightsaber duel for so many reasons. Um, So, yeah. I don't need to get into it. Yeah, I, I, I do have to admit, Ray versus Snape was pretty good. <laughs> the problem with the yeah. Star Killer base when he gets fight, his cloak cut off at the end, you're like, the, oh man, his outfit is ruined. Expecto Patronum. Like the the Death Star fight for Ray and Kylo Ren is ten times better than you the Star Killer the, fight because they what? both the Death Star wreckage fight. We're not talking about that wreckage fight. So uh, why I'm are you bringing it up? I'm saying it's it's between those two, it's better. Let alone you're saying that your fight on Starkiller is the best in the whole franchise. The, it's the, that's their second best duel between the two of them. The one on the Death Star Wreckage, she's at full strength, he's at full strength, and they're battling head-to-head, toe-to-toe, and there's way more drama there. Where in this one, he's wounded from Chewie. She doesn't even know what she's doing. It's just sloppy. It's ugly. It's boring. It's I like flat. that it's rough and sloppy and savage. I like that. I think it's the most realistic fight because of that. No. Well, I mean, the, a great way to start off the best Star Wars fight 
in all of its history is having the strongest character be have a hole in his side and be just like disabled. I think so because it makes it more believable to someone that's never been in a fight before. If he was at full strength, it would be unbelievable. Whereas the best fight also if he had a cane, it would be just believable too. Like is the best fight in the movie like, uh, is the best fight in the movie Gladiator when he stabs him in his side and then he just I've never seen Gladiator there. so keep using movies I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, yes, yeah, I mean doing comparative analysis is a dumb way to make an argument, you're right. No one should ever do that in the history of arguments or do they do it in every <laughs> argument that's ever happened? I don't know, you're boring me like Vader bores Luke. <laughs> <laughs> it is really boring, John. <laughs> You're just so trying, you're trying to hang on to these threads of this animation where really that thing was probably cooked up in five minutes and they're like just uh, I bet the storyboard for your fight was um, we have the dialogue here's the script and then there was a block where it just said action sequence just animate some action sequence and they did some blah one nothing for five minutes they sent it to Lucas and Filoni they're like yeah that looks cool print and then we'll send it to the guys to do some grunts and oohs and ahs and that's it there's nothing that goes into that scene whatsoever the best part of your scene like i said is at the beginning and at the end after the duel yeah you you say that it's it's just simple enough to put together a choreographed scene coming from the person whose choreographed scene is stand and look at each other and or occasionally cut, swing pipe. a lightsaber cut pipe fall off platform so, so luke and yeah, vader didn't fight, they didn't fight at the top of the platform and they didn't fight on the catwalk you guys are forgetting about that part too right? i i just commented on that i said he misses luke and hits a pipe well, they they're constantly hitting each other's sabers, and he knocks over. Constantly says, hitting each other—that's an exaggeration. And, and he knocks him down and says, "You are beaten." And Luke still gets up. And oh, that diverts. exaggerated roll down the stairs! Oh God! Not even the same part. See, now you're just grasping at straws. Unfortunately, I'm grasping. I'm describing what your scene is. That's not grasping. That's going over what your scene is. It's I mean, literally it, them it's, swinging a couple times, getting, him saying something, him standing it's getting, there. It's getting ridiculous. Why is it getting I, ridiculous? I think, I think grasping is nominating the scene that starts off with Kylo Ren fighting a janitor. That's not what I nominated. What I nominated was Ray and Kylo, not Finn and Kylo. Well, you said the fight on Starkiller. No, nope. so. I almost wish you had picked Rain, the, the the Rise of Skywalker, Ray and Kylo, because then this would okay be for like a the challenge. third time. We're not talking about that, John. Do you want to keep I'm bringing saying, it up? Do you want me to change my answer for you? You might have had a better chance. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, or maybe not, because you're still as boring with them just talking all the time. <laughs> I literally watched it today, and I was like, wow, I forgot how boring this scene is. They literally it, don't do any it, act like Is active. it boring? Hey, or, at least Luke was in that scene. Or do you... <laughs> is it boring? Luke's not in your scene either, James. <laughs> Yeah, but everybody was expecting Luke to not be At least in my mine scene. Contains everybody wanted Luke in your in scene. And not like the ideas of some cartoon. That's a I great this, scene. I, I find what? this interesting that <laughs> in in the bubble Human of this beings. Star Wars war, you guys will disparage the fight between Luke and Vader. But in real life, both of you know that it's a phenomenally better scene than the the two uh, subpar scenes you're bringing to the table. You're arguing for I the don't sake agree. Of, you're arguing for the sake of arguing, and I respect it, and I get it, because we're doing a podcast <laughs> so segment here. ridiculous right but now. I'm going to hit time out in the Star Wars war. Real life, I am really making a genuine, serious uh, statement here. 
You guys are just doing this for funsies, for the podcast, for them out there. I'm bringing the truth. My scene is clearly better and superior to the two crap scenes you guys have brought to the table. We're not talking about best scene. We're talking about best lightsaber duel. Your yes, lightsaber but- duel is terrible. On We're what, not um, arguing scenes. On what, uh, let me, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll, I'll, I'll hit the ball to you. How is your lightsaber duel better than Luke Vader? Uh, because they Strikes actually Back? have a fight. All right. So do my two. Next. Really? <laughs> okay. See, that's the I problem is that bet- you don't consider what you consider what they do hitting the lightsabers. I think four times, five I times will, a fight. I will bet you that Luke and Vader hit their lightsabers more than Kylo and Rey do. I would take that bet because I guarantee that's not that's not true at I, all. I think it is true. I think you're going to be shocked at how true it is because Luke and Vader fight for a very long time. Kylo and Rey's fight is a lot shorter than you think. Fight a long cl- time. They walk and around mo- the set for a long time. The most iconic shot in Kylo and Rey is them holding each other's sabers literally apart from one another. Like I wouldn't agree with that. Sand. I think the, one of the most. The snow. I wouldn't agree with that. I would say the most iconic shot is probably her kicking him actually fighting in a duel whereas yours is like let's talk for a little so bit so luke kicking vader is not cool but ray kicking kylo into the snow like grover dill in a christmas story is cool pretty sure that kick is yeah. not that it's like a sparta I kick think, but okay i think if you guys like the idea of not the lightsabers clashing but the actual like hand-on-hand combat you have to look to mine to be the best in this situation considering like multiple people are being elbowed and punched in the face. Like literally there's a session no, in our thing where Cartoons. somebody get punched in the face five times in a row until that person like passes out. Practically. When you go to see a fight, like say people want to go see a fight, a duel, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Do they want to see the undercard or do they want to see the big names in the main event? They want to see the big names in the main event. My fight has the, this two- was the big names in the, this was the two big names. No, no, no. Yours? In, both of, in both of your guys' fight, you have the heavy hitter with the with the underdog, someone no, no, no. that you would never expect, I'm someone coming about, up out of nowhere. I'm talking about a franchise, in mine, dude. It's the leader of Mandalore versus the most current uh, dark side, strongest dark. Yeah, side. but your fight, fight isn't even the best Darth Maul fight. Correct. The best, the best Darth Maul fight is in the Phantom Menace. Yes. Oh, that's a big loss. And James, your fight would be the fight that happens at the beginning when people are getting their their beers and their hot dogs and the lights are still on, the house lights are still on, and there's no one in their seats. Meanwhile, my guys haven't even showed up in their limos yet to the arena. Mine's the main event. Lacey's is the one that you play during the rainouts, and you're like, let's just play this thing so to keep people busy on the screen. Nothing is at stake in your in your battle. How is that even possible? The then then you're saying that everything Yoda and Kenobi said to Luke doesn't matter, and there's no impact whatsoever. That is a silly statement, and you know it. No, I'm saying that if nothing regardless matters, regardless if if Vader kills Luke or Luke kills Vader, the state of the situation is still the same. How? Because what I'm saying is in in my fight, it's over the throne. There's something at stake. In my fight, it's over the galaxy. If Luke gets killed, it's done. Everything's finished. The end of the Jedi, it's over. So what are you talking about? It's an absurd thing. I'm talking talking about the, the fact that there's... There's... That's... The state of the galaxy will stay the same if Luke loses. So nothing if Luke changes. dies? Yeah. Yes, because as he says in The Last Jedi, it's not about him. There's always going to be another Jedi. 
but the Empire will win. There will be no Luke saving Vader at the end. There will be no Luke helping defeat the Emperor Palpatine at the end of Return of the Jedi. That's the fate of the galaxy at that battle there. Yours is the fate over a planet, which in The Force Awakens, they blow up six planets and no one cares. How about, let's just get rid of Mandalore. Will it affect the galaxy? Probably not. Less stupid people going around with dumb masks. All right? See ya. Great. Somebody hasn't been watching animated Star Wars. <laughs> that's that's my biggest thing, I think, is the fact that like you guys are stuck in the movie. Even, even Lacey's saying that Darth Maul's best fight is from Phantom Menace. It's like, oh, yeah, it is his best fight in the movies. I don't care, but it's like as soon as you're, you you're break out, as soon as you yeah, try to go outside of the movies, you're like, I, I don't know any of that. But stuff. you're talking about like, the fate. Pay of, attention. You're talking about stop the, sleeping on you're it. You're talking about the fate of Mandalore and the ruler of Mandalore, and that's fine. But in the grand scheme of the galaxy, that's not as impactful as the Empire versus the the Last Hope of the Jedi. And for you to dismiss that is, is again, you just trying to make an argument for the sake of this argument when you know that's completely stupid. But the thing is, is is Luke kills Vader, Palpatine kills Luke. We don't know that. You do know that. No, we don't know that. Because the only thing, the only reason that whole fight went down the way that it did, and I'm not talking about Return of the Jedi, but I'm just talking about the the, the state of things. The, nothing changed at the end of Empire Strikes Back because that fight wasn't even a fair fight. It wasn't actually two people going against each other. It was Darth Vader toying with Luke for a while. Yep. That's why it's I like think, th- I say there's I nothing guys, at stake because the end of the result is is nothing changes after that fight. Right. You're dumbing down uh one the most iconic fight and scene in the saga for the sake of this when I don't have to do that for yours. It's already happened. It's already <laughs> done. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm talking about the the greatest baseball game ever ever played versus the the most aired or most watched baseball game ever played. I see. I think a lot of people think you're saying like everybody would be like, oh, that was that was a great game, you know, because we were all there and we all watched it. And you're like, it was an okay game. It just had a lot of heavy broadcast. Everybody. It was shown all over the world. You're just trying to be a hipster now. You're like, you're not really a Star Wars fan unless you watch this animated fight. No, I think he's saying that your fight is. is a fight of its time. George Lucas did the best he could at that time with your fight and fights have improved since that time. Thus, why no, yours no, is no, not no, the no. best. See, see, th- this is what. See, Lacey, you're taking a page out of the original trilogy if you're bringing the Star Killer base fight because the, JJ went back to, and he even says in interviews, I wanted to go back to the style of the fighting of the original trilogy where there was more drama, it was slower, it was more intense. He used the template Slowly. of the original trilogy duels for the duels in the sequel trilogy. He's actually on record saying that. So it's not the improvement of the fights. Like the, the improvement of the fights and the um, acrobatics and the technicality of the prequels, I think was moronic because those things were, there There was no theater to it at all. It was all just like, let's be as technical as possible to the point where there's the gif of Obi-Wan and Anakin doing this and it says this is literally useless. So I think it's interesting that you're saying that when they kind of went back to go back to the ways of the more intense, dramatic, theatric way of a duel is, which is yeah, how, but not to the point of putting people. Which is asleep. how cinema should be. Not so yeah, did maybe he slowed Darth it down. Maul for- breaks his arm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, I've just I just wanted to throw that in there real quick. Yeah. Literally during the fight, he flips him over his shoulder and breaks his arm. Cool. Uh, just that's not nothing even close to what you guys are talking about. Sure. But yeah. Go ahead. Keep talking. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> after. After. Okay. All right. Let's do. Uh, let's do final closing arguments. We'll each go around. Um, and uh, say why we have the best fight. Go ahead, John. All right. Well, it's pretty. See, Lacey got the most spicy. She's got the hand on the chin, very just heated. Um, I mean, it's 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 silly at this point, guys. And I know I appreciate everyone sticking around and listening to uh, what we went through here. Um, I do respect James and Lacey for bringing these uh, subpar scenes to uh, the table, to the big to the big people's table. But um, if you look at things from a non-simplistic point of view, which these two haven't been able to do, uh, there's more just lightsaber duels in Star Wars than just whacking two laser swords together. It is about the theater because this is a movie. It's not you're not actually going to watch a real fight. It is about the drama, the intensities, lifting the intensity and the suspense and lowering it lifting and lowering it, taking you through this journey, which is exactly what Empire did. Slower, methodical, tactical, uh, with brilliant dialogue, and obviously the greatest uh, dialogue exchange to cap it off in the history of movies, in my opinion. So I don't even... I'm surprised that this was even an argument. I thought they would pick better picks. They didn't, and that's fine. Um, But to me, it's it's evident uh, that... um, the sequel trilogy had to go back and divert to the ways of the original trilogy in terms of the the dramatic ways of telling a story through your fights. Um, uh, it's almost like a tribute, really. And then James is, uh, you know, animated. It's it's great in its own realm, but it, it's it'll never be uh, big game hunting and big game fish. It's 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 small potatoes, and that's fine. It's great for what it is, but let's be realistic. Um, Empire Strikes Back, duel between Luke and Vader, just across the board, up and down, full package. Star Wars has never been as good as that moment. Greatest lightsaber duel franchise history. Uh, Lacey? No, I'm going to have James go. Go ahead, James. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it, it's fun to to fight, you know, against you guys when you're trying to come up with reasons why people standing around is better than, you know, actually having a, a real fight, um, you know, John, you know, they're staring at each other the whole time and Lacey, you know, Ray's just trying to get away from Kylo more than anything. Um, But uh, I just I just like seeing two people actually have a duel, you know, to the death and uh, use all all of their means, um, including characters that don't even have the force, which is interesting because you guys are going force users versus force users. And it's like. I don't know, that just kind of makes them level out, in my opinion. You actually got to step it up when you're going up against uh, someone who can use the Force and you only have your wits and abilities and weapons. Um, but, I mean, I, 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 I thought it was uh, a cute fight, you know. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I think just at the end of this, it's very clear that I'm going to claim this Star Wars war and my rightful place as creator of Make Solo 2 Happen. Did you read all that off your computer? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did while I was waiting for you to get started on your oh, okay. closing. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Lacey, why don't you give your uh, final arguments? So this is not going to be hard to explain why mine's the best because it has Kylo and Rey in it and they're clearly better characters than every other character in all these scenes that we were just talking about. Um, 
John's scene is so old school to the fact that it's adorable, nostalgic. It's so cute. Um, but as for the best lightsaber duel, not really. They just stand around and talk a lot. They play hide and seek. Vader's not that scary. He's just swinging a lightsaber with no athletic ability whatsoever. James. James. Animation. That's so fun. That's really, really fun. You should watch it sometime. Yeah, maybe. Probably not because it's <laughs> not interesting whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, they spin around and make funny noises. And, oh, my God, there's so much at stake, even though they're not real people. You know, it's just right. Not really cool. But I think my lightsaber you know battle. Driver is a person. Yeah. You know, I'm giving my final argument. So you think I'd like get the stage to actually give it. Um. So my lightsaber battle is the best because Kylo and Rey set up the whole sequence of what's to come for the sequel trilogy. They brought in new excitement and energy into Star Wars, and it's easily the most beautiful fight in the whole series with music and moments and drama and all. So thank you for your time. All right. Well, that is it. That is the Star Wars war. We all came out of it fully limbed. We are... We are here. Um, so let us know what you guys think. Who won the Star Wars War? Leave in the comments uh, who did their best selling their argument. And uh, let us know what your pick would have been if you entered the ring, if you were brave enough to enter the ring uh, in the Star Wars War. But um, these are good. We got a little spicy. I thought we were going to get a little spicier than we, uh, than we did, but uh, good stuff. Um, now we are going to take the spiciness away and hopefully bring some laughs to the table. Thanks to you out there. So we're going to send it to Lacey right now for this week's resistance transmissions to take us home. Yeah. So it's time for resistance transmissions. So the way that this works is every week, John puts up a crazy wacky situation on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N, and you guys give your answers. And I've never read the scenario. I don't know what you guys said. So we read it live on the show. So this week, the scenario was a young Lando series may be happening with at Donald Glover. Pick any hashtag Star Wars character besides Han and Chewie and what they would say to Disney to pitch for them to appear in the series. First up is Patrick Covey at Ganon136. And Patrick said, Hi, I'm Therm Scissorpunch. Fans have loved me since before Solo came out, just on name branding. They all went nuts trying to find my Denny's card just to have me. Also, I'll sell a ton of toys as part of your marketing campaign. Please buy my series. I agree. It's I, true. I want a Therm Scissorpunch toy so bad. Would watch. We had a Therm Scissorpunch shirt. We did. Oh, what was the <laughs> name tag? Yeah. Hello, my, my name is Therm Scissorpunch. Scissor we sold zero copies of that. <laughs> I don't think anybody got it. <laughs> next up is... It wasn't up for very long. Next up is Sir Falcon 38 at S Falcon 38. And they said, Ahsoka comes in and is like, quote, well, since I'm supposed to be in all your future projects, put me in this one. I'll be a cape. <laughs> <laughs> next is Julian Potter at Trooperman and the OO is two zeros. He said, Hondo Anaka walks in and pitches Hondo the series. We will split the profits straight down the middle, <laughs> equal share 70% for the great Hondo Anaka and 30% for you. That's I a, like it. That's a Hondo line. 
Next is Megan at Megan from Tara. And Megan said, Kira, quote, we all know the fans want me to come back. You can't lose by including me. If you're still not convinced, just remember, I can call in the dragons. <laughs> oh, Game of Thrones. Next is Matt at MIB1188. And he said, Mace Windu, who said, say I'm dead again. Say I'm dead again. I dare you. I double dare you, milf- Moof Milker. Say I'm dead one more time. <laughs> nice censoring. <laughs> Well done. Yeah. Next is Todd Ahito Iguchi at Todd Hertz. And Todd put, why me? Three reasons. Mood darkens. Dark science. Cloning. <laughs> Secrets. Only the Sith knew. And it's Beaumontkin. Beaumont. 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 Beaumontkin. Uh, and last but not least is Kyle B at Luke's Green Saber. And Kyle said, Bulio. Quote, I think people will really lose their heads if I was in the series. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. Uh, and you can make it on the show. Back to you, John. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Uh, for those of you who are always like, you guys are so good chemistry and you're so positive <laughs> and stuff. I want to know what you thought about the Star Wars War today. Do you want to see more Star Wars Wars in the future? Or was that too much? Were we yelling too much? Just let us know in the comments. Um, this is why we don't do them very often, but I think they're fun to bring up once in a while. Um, make sure you do subscribe to the show, though, and because we have two shows every week. And this fall, we're bringing back the Mando Fan Show, which will be on Friday, so then you're looking at three shows a week. So Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, anywhere you get your podcasts, we are there. So just subscribe to us. It's free, and you get our shows. Simple as that. Uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news. Uh, Teespring.com slash store slash resistance broadcast. As James said at the top, 10% off Gary the Porg. Uh, Teespring.com slash Gary the Porg if you want to go right to get that shirt. Or you can get our other stuff like our logos. Makes a little two happen stuff. Uh, I don't know if Lacey's got one of our shirts on or not right now. Nope. I do not. Uh, but we have a bunch of uh, designs over there, most of them made by James. Um, and uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. James? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Lacey? People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. All right. That is it. We hope you, everyone has a wonderful weekend. It will be August? Yeah. It's going to be August when we see you on Monday. So summer is ticking by, but we hope you enjoy your weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you on Monday on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.